0: We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Praise God. So we've been dealing with um, breaking barriers. Breaking barriers. This is what the Lord has given to us. Who art thou, O great mountain before Zerubbabel, thou shalt be made plain said that will bring the headstone, shouting, grace, grace, and grace. So last week online, we did the first series of it. So today, you know, we like using examples in the Bible. So we're going to use a popular story, the one that most of us know already, Breaking Barriers. And it's in first Samuel. Now, we're not going to read everything because of time. We're just going to pick the few ones. We all know the story. So just pick some few ones. So now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Soko, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Soko and Ezekiel in Ev's Daman. And Saul so and the men of Israel were gathered together and encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in battle array against the Philistine. Now the Philistines stood on the mountain on one side. The Israelites stood on the mountain on the other side with a valley between them. See, get a picture. A mountain, a mountain, a valley. Okay. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistine named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Just imagine the height. So maybe we should convert it to metric units. You can see. Now, this... Door is about three meters. So that would be like 2.8. Just imagine somebody as tall, almost as tall as the height of this door yet. So do the calculation. Let's do the conversion from uh, the imperial to metric. Then when Saul and all Israel had those, then he said, the Philistines said, I defy, I defile the armies of the Israel today. Just like those problems tells you, I defile you today. He so said, I defile you. That we, said, I devour the armies of Israel this day. He said, give me a man that we may fight together. And when Saul and all the Israel had these words of the Philistine, what happened? They were dismayed and they were not just afraid. They were greatly afraid. They were greatly Then the Philistine drew near and presented himself how many days? Instead of doing 40 days prayer and fasting, they were 40 days of terror and fear. You know what happens? Every morning they would dress up. They would put on their spears. They get up with all the armies suited. And they would go and stand up there just to hear that terrifying news. And they would shiver and they would run back again for 40 days. 40 days. So we all know that story. This Philistine, they're trying so that land we know that belongs to Judah. So they're trying to divide them, to stop them, to come in between their their past, their, their past and their future. So they stand in between this cause a barrier. Now, what is a Goliath? A Goliath is every problem, every barrier, every obstacle confronting you. We know 40 is a special number in in the Bible. So 40 is a period of trials. So period of training, period. So many people do the fastings and all of that for 40 days so this man stood within their past and their future their current and their future now what they are trying to do is to take over so from the middle if they take over they take over a part either the southern part or the northern part of that particular place and this is the land that been given to the people of god praise god so the bible says they were afraid they were very very afraid now So the question then is that, how are barriers set? How do we set barriers? Those obstacles that set, that prevent us, that made us to be stagnated, to be oppressed, to be depressed, to be suppressed, how do we set those barriers? Number one, the first thing is the things we hear the things we hear this man come out every morning and just say things he said if you listen to it, he said come here I will give you give your flesh to the bones of the air and the beasts of the feet he come he just he just said things and the things he said his experience he's never lost the world before his height his physique his armor supported the things we're saying. The things we hear. The Bible said, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Also, fear comes by hearing and hearing the word of fear. The things we hear. Say, come here, and I will give your flesh. It was t- say, Just one man saying that to the whole army of Israel what are you hearing are you hearing impossibilities do you know those things you are hearing can even come from a close place i did appreciate sometimes ago when your mentor become your tormentor because it's not only goliath that was saying it eventually you know fast forward it was david that confronted him But when david heard that and said who is this man defiling the army of israel And he's asked, what shall be done to the man that killed this man? So they told him the three things, which we're going to mention later. But this is the point I'm making here. When they took him to the king, Saul, Saul said, you cannot fight this man. He is an army from his youth. He is. So who was discouraging David? The king himself. The man, the man that was, he could not fight. None of his army could fight. The little boy that has the courage to go and fight, he said, you can't do it. So what are the things? Who is telling you you can't do it? Who is giving you, who is singing the song of impossibility in your ears? Better like David. David encouraged himself. He's always been doing that. Encourage himself in the Lord. He listened to his own testimonies. He said, listen, king, when I was, you know, in charge of my father's sheep, he said, a lion came. I took the lion by the bed. He said, I sling it. And when he faced me to fight me, I, I hung it and I killed it. He said, the same thing, the bear came. He said, if the Lord gave me victory, this Goliath will be like one of them. He encourage, are you waiting for somebody to come and encourage you? Or maybe you are waiting for the Presbyterian to come and encourage you. David encouraged himself in the Lord. The Bible said, Those that know their Lord, they shall be strong. They are the ones that will do exploit. Because if you don't move, nothing moves. The way it works is this. You know, when you go to that toilet over there, the disabled one, when you get in there, the light is automatic. It's when you move there, then the light comes on. When you leave after something, that it goes off. That's the way God works. It is when you step in, then the power comes up, and the electricity comes up. But if you don't move, nothing moves. Praise God. don't let anyone tell you you if you see it in the word of god hold on to it, it is, the bible says by two imm- immutable things in which our god cannot be called a liar what is that thing that is tormenting you is it health is it finances what is that thing, named and unnamed now i got i will show you my missus the this uh one of my old students now so wrote me a very a letter. And that letter really, I got so, many, so much letters like that. But that was a special one. Why was it a special one? Now, currently, she's in which university? Okay, Newcastle University. She's doing, a, she just finished her PhD. So she published her, her dissertation and that dissertation was recognized worldwide. Now, her name is, I don't like mentioning it, but I'll mention her name for a reason. Her name is Yara Asawi. Why did I mention the name? If you go to Kensington, just in front of, after the adjacent to the uh, McDonald's, the shop there, the man that sells sweet there, that's the father of that girl. So when this girl came for Yemeni some years ago, so and I was saying, everybody told her that you cannot be anything in this country. You cannot even speak a word of English. Nobody believed. But somehow, you know, as I do my duty of teaching, I also, sometimes I go into the, into the office of a, of a pastor or a priest. I say some things to them. I say, you know what? Don't let the one tell you you can't do it. You can do it. Just keep trying. Just, I was, and she just somehow just believed in it. And I don't know all those things just register in her mind. And every time she goes on, she tells the dad. That's a Muslim. Then one day, some of my wife goes to that shop. Say, "Are you the wife of Doctor Davis?" She said, "Yeah." She packed all the sweets. Give it to her. So that's why I don't go to that shop again. she's still the man is still there. But this is the question I'm talking about. This lady now fast forward seven eight years after she did the first degree in medicine, second degree in medicine. She's now did a doctor of a doctor. When, she's, when I, I was reading the dissertation they did, some of the words there, they were too big. I could not, So now, why am I bringing this story to you? The things you hear. Let no one tell you you cannot do it. And let no one tell your children they cannot do it. Let no system limit them. The things we hear, Goliath... The Bible says in Philippians 4, 8. It said, from now on, brothers and sisters, I'm saying the same thing to you. If anything is excellent, and if anything is admirable, focus your thought on these things. All that is true, all that is holy, all that is just, all that is pure, all that is lovely, all that is worthy of praise. Think on those things. The Lord says your children in this land, they will be strong and mighty. They're not going to be drug addicts. They're not going to be crackhead. They will be mighty. If you see any strength is happening, hey, who goes there? Satan, I banned you from this place. The Lord said you are the head. And that's it. You hold on to that. The things we hear. The second thing that formed barriers in our mind are the things we see. Now, some people say that seeing is believing. However, the Bible says in John 20, 29, it said, blessed are those who did not see, but they yet they believe. The things we see. The Bible says, open my eyes, that I might see wondrous things. In... See, when Goliath comes out, the Bible describes the weight of the tackles or the hammery, he was a combatant he was wearing. His physique was intimidating. Not only that he has an armor that he put all the armor on, he also has an armor carrier. He has somebody that carries extra armor for him, in case that one finishes, that goes ahead of him. The things you see, but why the whole army of Israel were focusing on him? The little David said, twice he said in verse 26 and verse 46 that's for Samuel 17 27 46 he said this uncircumcised philistine everybody was looking at the face David was looking under this man is not circumcised what does that mean this man does not is not convenated it's not he doesn't have that convenance i can bring him down the things we see are physical but the things that are permanent are the things that, is, that we can't see. That's the why say open my eyes that I might see wondrous things in your words. The things we see, what do you see? Do you see men like trees? The things we see. David saw so many things. Now, I was reading this, read this so many of you have probably read, read it several times, but if you go back and read it, one of the things I think David also saw was when Goliath was coming with his armor bearer, he said, Am I a dog that you should come to me with staffs? How many was David carrying? One why would goliath said with staffs it means he has eyes problem he's seen double did you see the scene double why will he say? read it can we can we put on new king's version see what the bible says there he's seen double so david was looking it's like when you are doing a marathon, the marathon is a very, one of those strong things. You don't just go through the whole marathon. You study each phases at a time, and you practice each one of them. You just check with those that does marathon. David was saying, this man, why will, why, why will this man have an armor bearer? It means his eyesight is not even, even strong. So what are you seeing? David is also seeing opportunities in all these problems. He first, he hacks them. He asks his people, even when his brother was saying that we know your heart, you just came to spy. You you who did you leave the, the, the father's chase with. He went to, He said, Is there no a cause? Is there no a cause? Meaning there's that, a reason. He said, there are no a cause? That's a reason. Don't now they now ask they now ask somebody, say, what will the king do to the man that killed this giant? Three things they said. Number one, they said your family will be exempted from tax. So he's seeing financial breakthrough in that problem. In Goliath, he said riches. Have you seen the part? Okay. He said riches. Then the third thing they said, see, the, the, he will be, the king will give you his daughter to marry. So, three Davis was seeing opportunities. That problem that you think is a problem is an opportunity. It's just, just waiting for God to give you that word of wisdom and knowledge to solve that, and that will launch you into greatness. I want you to see every challenges, every challenges you are facing as an opportunity that will catapult you into your greatness. Amen. Praise God. Forty three He says, so David said to Phyllis, am I a dog that you come to me with? Yeah, that caught my attention during the week, sticks. I said, why is this man saying sticks? It's only one stick that David was holding. A staff. And a porch, and he went to the brook and took five stones from the brook. But why is Goliath seeing he is seeing sticks? He must have his problem. Number three. So before we go, what do you see? What do you see? Now th- th- the story of this young man. I want. I also want to say. There's this young man. I think. Uh, at the remember this man. His name is Scott Toto. I'd like to mention this so you can verify them. Now, this man was also a student. Now, he's a footballer now. He's earning 40 grand per week. He's a rich man. Now, when we play, and you remember when we go to the park to play every Sunday, and we play football, it comes there. It was my student that he could not even get into the school team he could not get into the school team. But when he plays there, we just keep encouraging. We just say, you know, you can do it. You have the physique. Come on, you can do it. Then he comes there and he starts. He just jump around. He lives in Kensington again. She wrote, yeah. He lives there. Then one day, they said they're doing trials and everything. He said, try trying. Go, go. Just have a go. He said, ah, I could even get to the school team. So he went there. And they got him there. Although they didn't use him over the time he was there. but from there. They sold him to a smaller team then from that smaller team they develop him now playing for i think uh, championship isn't it yeah because he's been to my several times now he's sending 40 grand so what am i giving that, that example somebody told him that in the school that you practice you, you can't even fit into the school he did all the liverpool trials the uh, message trial he could not get into anyone and all the other ones that i know that are very good at that time that got into those ones they, they they're not they are in schools doing uh, you know collecting balls and all of that but we somebody told him that you can do it the only limitation you have is the limitation in your mind casting down imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of the lord the imagination in your mind is what well stop you i think uh, the uh, king Lacon, we also remember the person I'm talking about. Then the third thing. What are the things that cause The, the things we fear, the things we fear. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what are the three things: power, love, and sound It's giving you trinity, it's giving you the Godhead. Power, love, and sound mind. The Bible says in Proverb, Proverb it says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it comes the issues of life. Now, that issues, if you look at it, if you look at it in the original translation, that issues means boundaries. It means the boundaries are set from your heart. You set the boundaries. You set the limitation. You, you know the problem. You also set the limitation for your whole children. When you tell them, you know, I got some students recently do I give testimony of those three who that went to Oxford University. When do were apply? When they are doing their UCAS application? Their parents say, you know, just go to Hope and just go to deal. And I said, these kids are clever. Why don't you try Oxford? You say, ah, no, 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 for people like Oxford. No, we can't afford it. I say, what's the, if you, what's the worst thing they will say? No, try it. They try it. I'm telling you, before God, they are all there now. Study medicine because you don't ask, you don't get. You limit. Sometimes you limit yourself. Then you also limit your generation. You limit people around you ignorantly. The things that we fear. So when those fear comes, what do you do? You shift the battle to the Lord. That was exactly what David did. You know, Goliath said, he said, the Bible says, I, let's see. He said, come here and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beast. The Bible, if you read further, he said, I, they said, Goliath cursed David in the name of his gods, And David said, that is the trap I've been waiting for. He said, David now, what did David say? David gave us a gave him go on. Okay. Okay, let's read from verse 23. It says, So the Philistine said to David, I am my dog that you come to me with sticks. And the Philistine caused David by his gods. And the Philistine said to them, Come here, and I'll give your flesh to the bells of the here. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear and javelin, but I come to you with what? In the name of the Lord. He, David shifted the battle to, to the Lord. He shifted that battle. You know what happens when you shift the battle to the Lord? Lift up your head, holy ye gates, and be here lifted up everlasting, Lord, and let the King of glory go. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong. You don't want to fight with the Lord. Who, Who can try it? That's what David did. He shifted the battle to the Lord. He said, I come. He said, listen, he said, you come with me, he said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of history, whom you defile. This day, this day, that give giving him the verdict based on the word of God. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you, I will take He doesn't have a sword, though. He has a catapult. They said, I will cut your head. From you, and I will give the carcasses of the camps of the Philistines to the birds of the here and the wild beasts that all the earth may know there is God in Israel. Shout hallelujah. David picked to, com- to confirm what he says. He picked five stones, five stands for grace. David picked grace. David picked Jesus. He left the battle for Jesus. So, why Goliath was still trying to maneuver, they said David ran quickly. That small spot in his forehead, that was where he targeted. And bang. And let me tell you something about this thing that I just discovered again. They said, when that sling went through that smallest plate that didn't cover, went through it, how did he fall? You know, when somebody hits you like this as a big thing, you go back like that. The Bible says he falls flat on his face. What was he doing? He was bowing to Jesus. That situation was bow to Jesus. It doesn't matter how he was. See, because David already said, he shall bow. That's why he didn't fall back. He fall forward. He was bowing to Jesus. I don't care. I don't know what situation you've been to that you're going through. But hear the word of God through me today. They shall bow to Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare and enter them. I subject them to the obedience of Christ. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus, Jesus is Lord. That situation must confess that Jesus is Lord. That challenges you are facing. The only reason why you still face it is because you've not shifted the battle. Let's shift the battle to the Lord. Stop striving. Rest. That is the essence of Sabbath. Rest on the finished work of grace Just give it to Jesus. He's waiting for you to give it to him. He said, why are you struggling? Give this battle to me. The challenge in your family. Disagreement in your family. Challenges financially with your work. Challenges in your health. Doctors give you d- d- reports that you, ca- you they tell you you, you have days and months left. Whatever it is, shift the battle to Jesus. He's just waiting. He's waiting. Praise God as we round up. So the question is this. How did David do it? I'm just going to mention a few things. How did he do it? A few things that come to my mind while studying it. Number one. Tell the mountain about your God. Don't tell God about your mountain. What are you going to tell God that will intimidate him? You know, sometimes that's how we pray. That's why I said the Bible says, that's why we need to pray in that's the essence of speaking in tongues, pray in tongues. Because you don't know exactly what to pray. So we just say, God, <laughs> you know this thing. You know that I have only 20 pounds in my account. You know, like a doctor. I don't want to start mentioning him. The person that we just got to they say, I have, he said, he went to church. He was looking for money to buy the ticket. He said, he went to a church and they said, give offering. He said, he looked at his pocket and he only has 70p. He said, this is my widow's mind. I will bring it. He said, and he heard the door saying that I will multiply a widow's mind. A week after that, money becomes 700 or something. So the point is that sometimes when we pray, we try and see God, please give everybody's problem and attend to mine. You will talk, describe the problem to God. He knows everything. But tell the problem about your God. You know what the Bible says? If you go on to the next one. Next, yeah. Next. Go back, go back, go back. Please. Yeah. He said, truly I say to you, whosoever shall I say to, what are you saying it to? To the mountain, to the problem. Be taken up and throw into the sea and does not doubt in his mind but believe what he said will come to pass it will be done you say to the problem say to the challenge say to it God don't move except people move that was why he told Martha he said remove the stones the God The reason why sometimes we are delayed is because we have not taken that step. Number two is don't underestimate what God has deposited in you. Everybody around you may underestimate it. Everybody around you may tell you you cannot do it. But you don't, as long as you don't agree, don't underestimate what God has deposited in you. Even Saul was telling David, you cannot do it. He said, okay, even if you want to do it, take my own experience. He said, come, take my own spirit, take my own. David said, ah, let me just try it. I can't move with this thing. Just take it off. I can't walk with your own testimony. I can't walk with your own experience. The Lord, I have done it for... David encouraged himself. Don't underestimate what God has deposited in you. Listen. You are like a crude oil. You know any crude oil? At the early stage, when you are saying when you are, the crude oil is so. In those days, they just they think it's dead. They just throw it away. But when you find get the right refinery from that crude oil, when they refine it, what do you get? You get gas. You get the PMS. That's the petroleum spirit, the one we use for our car. You get diesel. You get fuel. You get oil. You get the jet fuel, the one they use for planes. You get the. You know, these uh, petrochemical stocks, you get lubricants, you get asper, the one they used to tie the road, from that same crude oil. But all of these things you are getting is subject to a degree of temperature when they refine it. It's the same thing. The only spirit in you, the deposit in you is there. But it is through refining that all those things will start coming out. Don't underestimate what God as deposited in you. Don't. Praise God. Number three, make the Lord your hammer. Make him your hammer. They gave him the hammer, the soul. He said, I, I can't. You know, I, I, he said, I can't go. Because he knew one thing that the, if he goes to Goliath as a combatant with sword and all of that, he's going to lose. So he's going as an artillery using, you know, all this grenade and proportion. That's what happens. In Psalm 18, verse 2 said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the hundred of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Number four, what did David, how did David do it? aim for bold and audacious targets. Don't aim to be mediocre. Don't aim for, I like the testimonies of all our sister games uh, that, that, that time. You know, when people are saying that you can't get this kind of work,